This is the Huskies Game Prep Podcast with your hosts, Sam Getzinger and Joey Erickson. Huskies Game Prep Podcast, episode number four, coming your way. Sam Getzinger. Joey Erickson. Pleasure to be back once again. Mm -hmm. Fourth week in a row, we have a very fun guest today, Clara Wellhouse from the St. Cloud State Cross Country and Track and Field team. That's going to be coming up later on here on the podcast. But besides that, very busy week this past week, even busier week this upcoming week. Yeah, it's uh, been a pretty wild ride this past week. I know we're both exhausted, but... Uh, oh, that's an understatement. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're pushing through. Uh, obviously, a great conversation with uh, what, what Mrs. Wellhouse as well. She was fantastic. It was a fun conversation for us, especially because we got to learn quite a few things about uh, the sport across country, kind of how it's scored and uh, mm-hmm. kind of what an event kind of goes like, because obviously we're not too uh, familiar with it as not avid runners or like to run. So it was interesting to hear her perspective on some things and uh, always fun and really St. Cloud State Athletics this past weekend a lot of action with NSIC play returning so conference play has returned which is a lot of fun too on the campus. Yeah not just uh, NSIC play we had some GLIAC play come Mm -hmm. our way as well so we'll touch on all that and as you mentioned learned a lot about the sport of running as a whole, cross-country track and field because if you see us walking down the street you can tell we are not running running people. Mm-mm. We're not running fans. I mean, it, I have a lot of respect for, for the people <laughs> that do that and gained a lot more after this conversation. So Clara Wellhouse uh, will be joining us later on in the podcast. Be sure to stick around for that. Joey, let's take a look at what happened this past weekend. Of course, a lot of soccer, uh, some volleyball in there as well. The women's soccer team was in action after having a break from the week prior, and they opened up their NSIC conference play, and they started off against you, Mary, back last Friday, and uh, it worked fairly well. Probably one of their better games of the year. Yeah, they score first. Uh, all the scoring happened in the, in the second half, but uh, St. Cloud State was in it till the end, obviously. They played really well. Uh, the Huskies struck first by Jenna Dominguez, a fantastic yeah. shot from deep, way outside the, the box, and she put in a perfect uh, perfect spot in that right up in corner. No chance for the keeper, so they got off to a one nothing start. That was just, uh, that was right before the, or right when the second half started. It was right away and within that first uh, 45th minute and then you have Mary they put up two goals of their own and the Huskies they didn't panic they came back Nicole Freeze as always she's the veteran she got a goal in the 60th minute to tie it at two and then eventually that's how it would end in a 2-2 draw but uh, another good game Huskies still in search of that elusive first win after game one of conference play yeah so after that loss to you Mary they fell their overall record to 0-2-1 with the draw I shouldn't say a loss it was a draw excuse me but uh, yeah that goal by Jenna Dominguez, a rocket mm-hmm. well outside of the 18-yard box. And then you, Mary, came with two goals in two minutes, from the 55th minute to the 57th minute. And then I don't know if you saw that last goal, Nicole Fries, uh, assisted by Ariana mm-hmm. Delmora, uh, Ariana Delmora, and um, fantastic goal. Yeah, it was, was just it? set up the whole way. Uh, <laughs> that was really fun to watch. And Nicole Fries was able to tie it. Uh, I mean, St. Cloud had quite a few shots, 22 to you, Mary's nine, which is, uh, which is pretty Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Eleven of those shots were were on goal. Four of them for you, Mary, uh, were on goal. Saint Cloud beat them out on corner kicks. Four nothing. Had less fouls as well. So statistically, they won the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you got to finish it off. That's always the tough part. But uh, I think there's a lot of bright spots in that. Twenty two shots. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, and eleven are making them way uh, towards the the goalkeeper. So I mean, that's a recipe for success. If you're head coach Greta Arvidsson, uh, if you can keep doing that, then eventually you're 
you're going to start to you're going to break through. I, and I think that uh, they're they're really close to doing that. Well, they had the opportunity to break through on Sunday as they continued conference play against Minot State, and that one you can just tack it up to another close but just heartbreaking loss mm-hmm. on the season. Yeah, a one nothing loss to to the Beavers. Uh, another really tough one. Uh, the first goal came 24th in the 24th minute. Chloe Allen for the Beavers, and uh, once again Huskies just were not able to get anything going offensively, and they were shut out in this one. So a one nil uh, loss for St. Cloud, but. Uh, once again, uh, quite a few shots. 17, 10 made them way on net. Uh, Minot only had two shots on net, and one of those went in. So, I mean, that's really tough. But 10 saves for the Huskies as well. Uh, and uh, once again, that was highlighted by uh, Evie Cohen. Uh, yeah. so she was fantastic yeah. once again. She just didn't make the one save. But, uh, I, I mean... I think uh, once again you could say on paper you know they played a, a really nice game they just weren't able to uh, score more than the opponent and uh, that's the you know obviously the goal of the game so uh, once they uh, I mean once they they get one I think they're just going to come in waves mm. I mean they're right there they've obviously oh, been they're playing peppering well. shots on yeah, yeah and uh, that one goal by Chloe Allen for Minot State on Sunday was uh, coming off a corner a corner mm. set piece so I mean not a lot you can do when you get a ball in a high traffic area mm-hmm. like that it's uh, sometimes going to find the back yeah. of the net like it did. Nevi Combe, who was our guest last week, so yeah. if, if you missed that conversation, go check it out on the Huskies Game Prep podcast from last week. But uh, another tough loss of St. Cloud State now 03 in 1, 01 in 1 in conference play, but still plenty of time to turn that around. We'll mm-hmm. talk about their schedule coming up later on this weekend. They're back in action. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on here on the podcast. Uh, before we talk about some other action that was here at St. Cloud State. Let's talk about some more um, soccer action for Mm -hmm. SESU. Men's soccer team opened up GLIAC play, and they were on the road. They continued with a, another long road trip. They went to uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then Hammond, Indiana, uh, for for a pair of matchups in the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. Uh, St. Cloud State in their inaugural season with that conference. This is their inaugural season overall. So it was their first two conference games ever. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't end the way that they wanted to. Yeah, this was uh, exciting, obviously making uh, a couple of first trips out to play some of these teams in the GLIAC and it started with Davenport and uh, yeah Huskies the the outcome wasn't the way they wanted they lost two to one in uh, their first uh, conference game and uh, it was a close one as well uh, obviously by the score but uh, the Huskies were they were uh, down early in that one they gave up two goals within the first uh, 25 minutes of uh, this match and uh, so the Huskies had to come back in the second half which we've seen quite a bit so far early on in the season. They've played from behind a little bit, but uh, they've been able to show a little bit of a response and they did here in the 60th minute. They pick up a, a goal from Andres Garcia. Emmanuel Iwe with the assist. He's been all over the yeah. place. Whether it's uh, scoring goals or, or helping his teammates do the same thing, but uh, that was the only goal they were able to muster. Uh, again, six shots. All six went on net for St. Cloud, so they were all they were very efficient on the offensive end, at least making their, their shots worth it. Uh, you know, just weren't able to, to get a couple more saves and weren't able to get a couple more of those shots go in so they uh they 
they take a loss in uh, their first uh, GLIAC conference play. But once again, they're right there. Yeah. I mean, they're just hanging around. It's just like the women's soccer team. Uh-huh. They're hanging just around. right around there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just a couple of bounces that end up their way, and they got a couple of more wins uh, wins in that uh, in that first part of the column. Uh, you mentioned shots on goals, six for St. Cloud. Uh, all six of them made it towards the net. Five for, for Davenport, but 14 total shots. Some uh, Both the men's and women's soccer team able to get balls to the net, Ooh. and I mean, that's the key thing. So yeah. it's just one goal away. Emmanuel Iwe, fantastic, picking up another point. Andreas Garcia with his first goal of the season. So St. Cloud took the loss on Friday to Davenport. First time the Huskies have ever mm-hmm. played Davenport. So 1-3-1 and record on the year, 0-1 in conference play for the men's soccer team. Then they had a travel day on Saturday of last week, and then they made their way to Hammond, Indiana for another matchup in the GLIAC with Purdue University Northwest, P-U-N-W. <laughs> and um, that one didn't go uh, as, as to plan. Purdue University Northwest came Came out to a three nothing lead, and then St. Cloud State was able to pick up another goal by who? Emmanuel. Uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> who would you guess? Four on the year already. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Uh, he just uh, he continues to have a knack for finding twine. That's for sure. Behind goalkeepers, what a what a start to his season. Four goals already. Had a goal streak going there for a little bit. Uh, that was uh, that didn't extend with uh, the Davenport game, but he has extended his uh, his point streak at least yep. able to yep. to help out. And uh, yeah, he's been a fantastic. Real bright spot for this program. He he definitely has been. He's just a menace in the middle of the field whenever you have the ability to watch him. But that would have that was the only shot on goal for St. Cloud State on Sunday. Uh, Purdue University Northwest with 8-3-1 final. So St. Cloud after the pair of losses on the road 1-4-1 0-2 in conference play that one win on the season against St. John's University that took place a couple of weeks ago. So they're still looking to pick up a couple of more wins. They're back in action this coming weekend again as well. Coach Holmes looking for for his first couple of conference Mm -hmm. wins needs to wants to turn that record around I think he can definitely do that and uh, they're back at home this weekend we'll let you know what's going on with them later on here on the Huskies game prep podcast that's not all that was taking place this past weekend volleyball was in town and Mm -hmm. a couple of big matchups against Augustana and Wayne State yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of uh, anticipation for this conference schedule to to uh, return, especially for St. Cloud State because uh, you know they went to Seattle Pacific and they didn't have quite the results they wanted. And uh, talking with Coach Bragelman uh, a little bit this past week, he was uh, he was saying, I, "I don't know what team I'm going to get. Am I going to get the the Seattle Pacific team, or yeah. am I going to get the one that we saw in Michigan?" He was kind of wondering what uh, kind of team he was going to get. Well, he got the one he saw in Michigan because they were fantastic to open up their first two games in conference. They took on Augustana University back at Hallenbeck Hall. People, uh, fans were able to return. It seemed like a great atmosphere. And uh, they got uh, they got their money's worth. A five-set match. Huskies take this one 3-2 to two over the Vikings. Uh, another beautiful uh, a game for the Huskies. They were led uh, by Kinsey Foley with 25 kills. She was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Add 20 digs to her name as well. By the way, Phoebe Rossi career high in blocks, 11. She was a brick wall at the net all afternoon for uh, the, the junior from Rapid City, South Dakota. and uh, It was really off the backs of Phoebe and uh, Phoebe Rossi and Kinsey Foley. They really led that team to a great win. 
and Kenzie Foley and Phoebe Rossi both honored by the NSIC mm-hmm. this past weekend. Kenzie Foley, NSIC Offensive Player of the Week, and rightfully so. We'll talk about her numbers in the Wayne State match as well. But Phoebe Rossi, the Defensive Player of the mm-hmm. Week in the NSIC. So big congratulations to them. St. Cloud would not have picked up those two wins without uh, some of those younger faces, although Phoebe started to get up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we were talking about it the first time we were able to call a volleyball mm-hmm. match uh, in the preseason. It seems like Phoebe just got here, and now she's uh, now she's almost a senior. So, yeah. so uh, big congratulations mm-hmm. to her. Kenzie did just get here, and she's uh, already showing out, so I think she's going to be good for the program for years to come. But touching back on that Augustana match, 25-22, all right, pretty close, 25-16, dominant, <laughs> and then, then Augustana was able to pick up two more after that, 25-23, 25-21, and then St. Cloud came back in the fifth set and just blew them out of the water, 15-6. Yeah, the, the, the margin for error in these sets is, is just so small yeah. between these two teams, and, and you know St. Cloud is ranked in the top 25, but I, I don't think any opponent in the SIC could care less about what you're ranked, because uh, you can get beat. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and St. Cloud has, has felt that already early on this season. It doesn't matter really, you know, who you're playing. Uh, you can get beat at any time, and, you know, they've responded so far. Uh, you know, they faced a little bit of adversity, and, you know, after you win those first two sets, you kind of you kind of relax a little bit, and then next yeah. thing you know, you're, oh, oh, we got a fifth stat, now we got to mm-hmm. buckle down. And, and they did, and they, they got that crucial fifth set win to pick up their first conference win, uh, uh, first conference win of the year. Well, they had another conference match this past Saturday, so the mm-hmm. day after the Augustana match against the number fifth ranked team in the country, and that's Wayne State College mm-hmm. out of Nebraska. And uh, they were 7-1 coming into that match, 1-0 and in conference play before entering Hollenbeck Hall in St. Cloud. I mean, they went 3-2 against Augustana, but it only took four sets to take down mm-hmm. uh, the Wildcats. Yeah, they played really well once again, and it was kind of off those backs uh, backs of the two players we mentioned. I mean, it's no surprise that they were the offensive and defensive players of the week in the SIC. Kinsey Foley, 22 kills. Lindsay Rachel added 16 for herself. Phoebe Rossi, double-double, 10 blocks and the 10 kills. Maddie Torvey picked up 51 assists. That's just no surprise there. Lindsay Rachel had 17 digs. Kinsey Foley had 13 digs in that one as well. And and over the weekend, Kinsey Foley finished with 47 kills on 93 <laughs> attacks. Uh, and uh, Phoebe Rossi, 21 blocks over the total weekend uh, as right. well. So uh, do you understand why they're, uh, yeah. they're, they're honored yeah. in the conference yeah. this week? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and once again, kind of dominant fashion in, in, in quite a few ways. A 25-11 First set win, 25-20. That was a little closer. But then the fourth set, it was 25-18. So they were really able to get some separation, which is kind of tough because sometimes it's an emotional roller coaster. These games are going back and forth, but they were able to find separation against a very good Wildcats team. Yeah, absolutely. So... A big win for St. Cloud State after the win against Wayne State College. And to wrap up the weekend, they moved their record to 6-3 and three mm-hmm. overall. Again, those three losses coming in the Seattle Pacific University Tournament. So uh, good to see they're back on the right mm-hmm. track. Undefeated in conference play, you can always take that. The SEC mm-hmm. of uh, Division Two Volleyball, the NSIC is. At least that's what we like to say. Mm-hmm. So it's good that they're starting off undefeated. And they continued on their undefeated streak in NSIC play uh, just the other day on Tuesday. 
Tuesday. And Joey, you were able to make it to that match when St. Cloud State uh, went up to Bemidji mm-hmm. uh, on a Tuesday. Not too often <laughs> do you see a match on a Tuesday. So, uh, so well, good thing they did because St. Cloud was able to uh, uh, win in dominance. It took four sets, but mm-hmm. I'll let you explain kind of what happened. Yeah, it was a midweek, a midweek matchup uh, with, the, with the Beavers. Uh, that was a lot of fun. The energy in the building was 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 pretty electric, actually. The, you know, the fans uh, from Bemidji came out. It was a, a lot of fun to be there. And and it, this was an interesting one because Bemidji State was 0-10 coming into this game. And, you know, Bemidji State's 0-10. It's one thing to be 0-10. I think it's one thing to be 0-10 in the NSIC as well. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. a lot of good teams. And, and this team, by, by, by any means, was no slouch. I mean, you may have not noticed that after the first two sets because St. Cloud won 25-9, 25-13. And uh, me and my broadcast partner were like, oh, man, we might be out of here pretty quickly. And, and then all of a sudden, Bemidji was almost a completely different team. Everything was was starting to fall for them. They were getting it going. They were led by Anna Averkamp, one of uh, one of the outside hitters for the Beavers. She was really good. Finished with 15 kills. Hallie Mertz as well. She had 10 kills. She came in about the third set, and she really dominated and helped uh, the, the Beavers pick up a couple of set wins. It was a 25-23 third set win for the Beavers and then we go to the fourth set and this is just back and forth the entire time there was there was no bigger there was no bigger spread than I believe four points a, a gap and it was just an absolute battle in the fourth set you could almost see the the, the kind of facial expressions change on St. Cloud like okay we, we gotta we lock, need to in lock in because yeah. we don't want to go to a fifth set because anything can happen it's a 50-50 shot and, uh, and the next thing you know they, they pulled away got a couple of really big points Lindsay Rachel or actually Bella Earn finished it off for uh, St. Cloud. She got the final two points in that one, and she was really efficient. I, I think she finished with somewhat uh, ten kills. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yep. she finished ten kills. She had the last two of the of the match, and it was a couple of big ones because if uh, Bemidji wins that, they get some belief because they were they did not. They did not give up. They fought until the very end. So uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun to be out there as well. Beavers played a, a heck of a match. They fall to 0-11. But Huskies, that was a good one, I think, for Bregelman. It was a good test midweek mm-hmm. because they got a lot of good conference opponents coming up. And we'll get into that later. But they, yeah. got, a, they got a gauntlet they're going to oh, go yeah. through. Oh, so yeah. it, it's nice to start off 3-0, pick up those three wins. You're going to feel really good yeah. heading into this weekend. I feel good in the rankings. And we've talked to, to plenty of coaches here on the podcast, outside of the podcast. Regular season matters. The mm-hmm. conference schedule is another level yeah. of, of matter. I mean, you have to care a little bit more <laughs> about the conference schedule because that ultimately means the most. So it's good to see St. Cloud State, the volleyball team, pick up three wins. Kenzie Foley, 13 kills, led the team. Abigail Grenewick had four aces mm-hmm. as well. Pretty impressive from that back line. So another big win for St. Cloud State, 7-3 and three on the year, 3-0 and oh in conference play. Bemidji State after the loss, 0-11, 0-3 uh, oh in conference play. So very interesting. Glad you had a, a first-hand mm-hmm. insight of what happened over there because looking at it, 25-9, 25-13 maybe a, a little deceiving at times. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I You would have you thought it was completely different team between sets uh, one and two and three. It was just like, oh, Bemidji is, uh, hey, they're not as, as uh, they're not going to just get rolled over. And right. then, uh, and defensively, St. Cloud was a little bit discombobulated too. It was all of a sudden, they, you know, they were kind of like kind of struggling to, to find their, their structure and discipline. And, and that was a credit to Bemidji as well. That wasn't a, a, a bad club and, and they proved it there in Bemidji. Well, that wraps up the recap from this past weekend here in Husky Athletics. Soccer goes 0-1-1. Women's soccer, I should say. Men's soccer 0-2. Volleyball 3-0. So, uh, some success, some struggles. Mm-hmm. 
and somewhere in between. So hopefully this next weekend is pretty good. We'll take a look at uh, what's coming up this next weekend later on here on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. But Joey, right now, you know what we're going to get into? Our interview for this week. Yep, we're going to get into a nice conversation with a member of the cross-country program here at St. Cloud State University in Clara Wellhouse. So that's coming your way now here on Huskies Game Prep Podcast. Husky fans, the wait is over. One of the best years in St. Cloud State Athletics history is upon us, and we got a brand spanking new website as well. SCSUtickets.com makes it easier than ever to watch your favorite Husky athletic teams live and in person, so you better go to SCSUtickets.com right now, purchase your season or single game tickets, and return to some of the best action in all of Minnesota. This is a year you don't want to miss. Once again, SCSUtickets.com. Go there to get those tickets today. Sam, have you done that yet? I, I bought every single one. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm not missing a single thing. Okay, well, if you're not going to miss a single thing, listeners can't miss a single thing either. So get yes. your seat, have fun, be there, be loud, go Huskies. Now back to the podcast. Huskies Game Prep Podcast, episode number four. Sam Getzinger, Joey Erickson here with you. And we are joined by someone that we are very excited to talk to because we do not know a lot in the realm of running. And if you see us down walking in the street, you could probably tell uh, that we don't get out and run too much. So joining us here from the St. Cloud State Cross Country team, it's uh, Clara Wellhouse. How are you doing today, Clara? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, you know, it's, it's good. We're recording this on a very rainy day, so mm-hmm. I imagine... You haven't been able to go out and do too much practicing today? Actually, I practiced right after this, so oh. we'll see how it goes. Wow. Okay, so now that, that tacks on to a lot of more questions <laughs> that I have to yes. offer. Uh, but first, before we get into the logistics of how cross-country, track and field, and how that stuff works, because we're very intrigued, uh, I want to get to know you a little bit more. So you are from Green Bay, Wisconsin, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, yep. right? Uh, what, what, got you, what got you into this, uh, running? So I've been a runner ever since I was a little kid. Um, In Green Bay, there's lots of road races, and there's one called the Bell and 10K that I used to do ever since I was, like, probably eight years old. And Mm. so that was, like, my beginning to running. And then I went to Lombardi Middle School, and we were kind of the powerhouse middle school in Green Bay. No big deal. that name, name, (laughs) it's Lombardi High School. That's title town middle school right there, yeah. Yeah. Right, so middle school track was just amazing. And then I actually joined cross country in seventh grade, and I quit after the first day because it was too hard. But I came back for eighth grade and then it stuck. So I've been running ever since middle school. So it's kind of a comeback story here. Oh yeah. That's Uh, fascinating. 10K at eight years old. Oh, no, thanks. That, yeah, that's a no-go. <laughs> okay. That's impressive. Well, well, okay, so is that something you just thought of at your own? I want to go run a 10K. Did your parents kind of nudge you in that direction? It's kind of a big deal in Green Bay, that race. It? Just okay. like it's a big community event. Gotcha. And my big brother did it, so of I course gotcha. I had to do it, Very too. Very cool. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, big Green Bay Packers fan, I assume. Oh, of course. Okay, that's yeah. going to upset some people. I yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't care either I don't. Th- nobody in the room here is a Vikings that's fan. That's true. So. so you're good. You're good. good. Yeah. You're, Glad to friendly here. faces around um so then so the next part we want to talk about is kind of your your journey to scsu uh kind of what what at what point did you kind of realize that maybe you could run uh, collegiately and then uh, what what made you choose st cloud state yeah i didn't really think about running in college until my senior year of high school it wasn't really on my radar until i started to get a little bit better and then i always wanted to go to the university of minnesota okay. and mm-hmm. obviously that might be a little bit out of my reach but um <laughs> 
I realized that I wanted to run in college senior year and the head coach here, Sam Kettenhofen, came to my high school all the way in Green Bay to yeah. talk to me and my best friend and he recruited us together. She didn't end up coming here, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but Sam is definitely the reason that I came to St. Cloud State. Oh, very cool. And we'll talk about the U of M in a little bit because uh, they're yeah, going to we'll be on the schedule here <laughs> later on this week. Uh so you come to St. Cloud State, you're junior this year, and you've been around this program for a while, obviously, because last year uh, some things, you know, obviously didn't go our way due to COVID. What was last season like uh, for you guys? Uh, last year, we started the school year off on a really weird note. Yeah. Uh, we had summer training, which went as per usual on our own. And then we came here and we didn't have cross-country season. Yeah. So that was something really interesting. We had so many months to fill and we didn't really know what we were going to do. So we focused on just like building mileage because we didn't have to worry about racing. Mm-hmm. And so it was less intense, but really high mileage. And that, that was really weird. And then indoor track season came and that was just even weirder. Uh, we only had a few meets and indoor season is usually very long so the indoor season was super short we went to Bemidji every single weekend and (laughs) they were just really small meets but um, we were just happy to be able to compete well very cool yeah absolutely COVID was tough for a lot of uh, you know we're talking to volleyball too they got their their season canceled and everything but uh, you did a couple weeks ago were able to get out for your first one against the College of St. Benedict how'd that go for you how'd it go for the team was it was it a little awkward or, or weird maybe like yeah. Like back to kind of normal. Yeah, it was super awkward. I haven't put on my jersey in a long time. And we have a lot of freshmen on the team this year. Yep. And so they were a little bit out of their element. But then we, like, I felt weird too because I also haven't raced in two years. And so we all kind of went into it not really knowing what we were doing. But it was a really small meet, which was mm-hmm. really good because we got kind of a low intensity situation to start out but it went really well all of our freshmen did really good well that's good that's good now now the freshmen you mentioned you have a lot of them have they been able to mold into uh, this team the culture pretty easily yeah they're all really talented our freshmen are like a super strong group so they've jumped into it pretty well well good well it's good because with with covid last year it probably made it a lot harder for to to kind of bond with teammates and stuff Mm -hmm. because you had to be away from each other so it's nice that they can can come in and really uh can really find some camaraderie um want to ask are golf courses like a like a very common like cross country like yep. type is it a course track what do you call it I don't, like the yeah. route I don't know so you'd call it the cross country course that's okay. what we do it okay. but they're always right. the CCC yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> they're almost always on golf courses okay, okay. Um, right. that's pretty standard up here when you get um, to big schools like University of Madison U- University of Wisconsin Madison they have a cross-country course that's all all it's used for open land Mm -hmm. and we only run into that once a year at the ncaa region meet in missouri they have a legit only used for cross-country course but we always run on golf courses well well, joey i'm glad you asked that because i have a lot of questions about the logistics of cross-country and track and field because personally i don't know the answer and i feel like a lot of people listening may not know the answer uh well first of all i want to know what's your favorite golf course to run at. <laughs> Maybe we play Maybe that. in the area, yeah. at least. Um, so, I've only run on two golf courses okay. in St. Cloud. Okay. Um, I might not even say it right, but our home meet is actually at the Wapikata Golf Course. Oh, that nailed it. In right Sauk Rapids. Uh-huh. And then our meet the other week um, that St. Benedict's hosted was at Boulder Ridge. Yes, mm-hmm. And I, I really liked the Boulder Ridge course. Okay, it was nice and flat. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so that's yeah. probably got to So, help. that was beautiful for a race. Yeah. And yeah. we really only ask, because we are very avid golf 
golfers. Yes. And we oh, were really? just, we were just, we were kind of, we were, we were excited that they were running on golf courses. So I, I, I couldn't imagine, going. I couldn't imagine running around <laughs> yeah. it. So I give props to you. Yeah. Now, now I want to ask as well, are you are on the cross country roster and the track and field roster? Is that pretty common? Um, all of our cross country athletes do track, but yeah. obviously not all the track athletes <laughs> right. do cross country. Okay. So that is super common. The only exception I think is for indoor track. Sometimes we have some student athletes that would do other sports in the winter, like Nordic skiing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then they wouldn't be on the indoor track roster. But. And when you're looking at a cross country season like we are in right now, can you kind of run us how a typical match, a triangular, for instance, like one against uh, uh, the College of St. Benedict's and Holy uh, Trinity, Holy Trinity Bible College? That's what it was. Uh, kind of how that went, went about. So what what are some of the events that that take place, and how does the scoring work? So that was a really small meet, so it was super easy. We just showed up it was super easy for us we just carpooled there yeah um you show up a couple hours before race time um we usually walk the course to figure out what it is a typical cross-country race uh, we race six um six kilometers okay. in college so it's typically either two 3k loops or three 2k loops and so we you would usually walk that loop to figure out the turns figure out how far is left in the race at a certain mm-hmm. point that sort of thing um, and then we'll warm up on the golf course and then you just get to the start line whenever <laughs> you're supposed to okay. and then, so so that so you said two 3k loops or three 2K loops, okay. depending on how big the course so is. It has to equal 6K th- either way, buddy. That's it. I know. <laughs> yeah. So is 6K like about five miles? It's three and three quarter miles. Three okay. and three quarter mm-hmm. miles. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> I still wouldn't do yeah. that. Uh, so props to you. So how does the scoring work? Is it is it uh, whoever finishes first wins? How does the team scoring work? So um, cross country and track are individual team sports. So mm-hmm. obviously there's an individual winner. But team scoring, the way it works is the person that finishes first gets gets one point. Okay. The person that finishes second gets two points, and so you want the least amount of points. Okay. And um, to make it kind of even, to even out how big your team might be, is the top five athletes score for each team. Okay. And then the sixth runner is a tiebreaker. So you can only mm-hmm. score as a team, technically, if you have five athletes. That's okay. like how it's standard. I, I didn't know it was lower score the better. And cross yeah. country, so that's, that's a good note to have. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're running, if you're running on golf courses, it makes sense, you know. Low yeah, score you got to so. score. Yeah. Wins. <laughs> you got to keep the theme. Yeah. Um, so, uh, talk about a little bit about your your uh, upcoming uh, meets uh, mm-hmm. down in Minneapolis. So you're probably a little excited to go to the University of Minnesota. I believe that's an annual invitational, right? The yeah, Rotary. it's you a guys, big meet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, big meet. So it's got to be exciting, and uh, there's quite a few teams that go there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This meet is going to be the complete opposite of our last yeah. meet. <laughs> it's huge. There's tons of schools. There's, I think, eight races total, yeah, okay. which is a huge deal. At the last one, there's only two. So there'll be the gold races, which is the men's and the women's race that the Gophers run in. Okay. And there'll be the maroon races, which is the Division Two, Division Three gotcha. races. And then there's also high school races. Okay. So oh, this wow. meet, the environment yeah. is insane. It's very competitive, very loud. There's tons of fans. So it's going to be really awesome. It's also really hilly. There's tons of hills <laughs> okay. in this course. So it's really challenging. But I think we'll be ready. So, so how do you prepare, or how do you change your level of preparation from one that you had earlier this season against CSB in that triangular, and then you're going up to Minneapolis? What what changes for you leading up to that? I think for this meet on Friday, I'm going to be have to be a lot more locked in, mm-hmm. just focused. Um, we're still there to have fun, but 
because of the environment, you have to stay focused. You can't really get distracted. As for training, you know, we start with hills at the beginning of the season just to build strength. So we, it's not like we added any right, extra hill right. workouts or anything like that. Um, this Saturday we had a long run, so we did try to get some hills in there on the way. But training pretty much stays the same throughout. It's still early on in the season, so we're still just building. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just individual focus is going to be really important this weekend. Makes a lot of sense. I I. Oh, I wish the best of luck to you. I, Thank I, you. I, I'm a little intimidated just kind of thinking about yeah. that. You got, you got so much going on. I, uh, this should be a lot of fun. And that's in Minneapolis. Do you know exactly where? Um, something Bolstad Golf Course. Okay, so, so it's Bolstad Golf basic, Course. Have you yeah. gone to it, Joey? Yeah, no, I haven't been to that one. Okay, it's maybe like, we should check it off yeah. our list. It's the U of M's like, golf oh, course. Oh, okay. Yes. So okay. it's like right there. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Right I've actually, I think I've been to the range there, believe it or not, because my sister used to live over there. Interesting. So I think I've been over there. Anyways, yeah. anyways that's that's besides Side the point. Note, yep. But uh, still very exciting. And then uh, in a couple of weeks after that, uh, you got the home home meet, the Wax Lax Invitational. It's another uh, annual thing for you guys at uh, Wapakata Golf Club. So that should be fun. Uh, what does that one kind of entail? Is it, is it kind of same opponents every year or is it just kind of a, a mix? Every You never really know. Yeah, that's our first meet where we start to see more conference schools. Okay. Uh, the first meet's usually pretty relaxed. You know, mm-hmm. Kriak is anyone and everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the home meet, we see conference schools. I think Southwest Minnesota State, Winona, Mankato, those kind of schools. So that's really exciting for all the younger girls on the team. They get to see kind of what right. our conference competition looks like. Um, that meet is also very flat. So that's really exciting for us. Um, we haven't had it in a long time because sophomore year we had to cancel the home meet because mm-hmm. the golf course was too wet. Ah, so okay. they didn't let us use it. It was like flooded in some parts. Yeah. So it would have been really bad. We just would have ruined the course anyway. Right, so right. we haven't had it in a long time. So that'll be really fun to bring that back. What is the worst conditions you've had to compete in um cold rain like really cold rain gotcha um it's just hard to warm up you know it's not fun to race in leggings so you just suck it up and you wear your shorts anyway but it's just really cold my hands get like bricks yeah rain i like i hate the feeling of wet shoes like like oh, your yeah. feet are wet that's got to be the worst so yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah if you're just sloshing around out there that can't be fun for for three and a half miles or <laughs> that's not going to be a fun time so i wanted to ask about your schedule so you started off the year a couple weeks ago now you have your your second match or, or invitational coming up on friday at the u of m and then the one for st cloud say it's another ways down the road does that time in between help you guys to kind of prepare yeah that's really great i was talking to sam about that um, this year and I'm super thankful for those weeks in between mm-hmm. off um, normally I think in a normal season we would have closer to seven meets so this wow. this year is a lot smaller which is really nice because um, it can be hard to get in really quality workouts yeah um, in between when you're racing every single weekend you kind of have to take it easy and let your body recover so having those weekends off it lets us get in our long runs on the weekends which is super important and then we get two super quality workouts in mm-hmm. every week oh. as opposed to only one so so Very cool. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet it helps out a lot. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about uh, just kind of maybe some personal goals for yourself. Uh, is there any career best you're trying to beat right now? Is there is there something on your radar that you want? Because you're a junior, correct? Um, so yeah. I'm 
an athletic junior. Okay. I'm actually a senior, oh, but okay. I'm not graduating. I'm taking a fifth year, so <laughs> they can't get rid of me yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, this season I really would like to get a cross country PR. Um, you can't really compare it to high school because in high school you run a 5K, so in mm-hmm. college it's 6K. And my 6K PR is from freshman year, so oh, I think wow. it's time okay. for that to go right. away. Okay. And I, I think, like that. Yeah, I think Sam would agree. So um, also, I guess just conferences like the big meet in college mm-hmm. as opposed to like state and high school conferences like your big competition yep. and so I'd really like to move up place wise in the conference okay well very cool I I have faith that you can do it I, <laughs> I, think, I, yeah. I think this year is going to be the year you should shatter it yeah just, just completely just blow it I out agree. of the <laughs> so one more for you before yeah. uh, we let you go today what has been your your favorite memory running here at St. Cloud State so my favorite memory so far is actually a track memory um, indoor conference is a huge meet for us uh, we all get to be in the same facility um, conference has the best atmosphere and one thing that our team is really good at um, during the indoor season is the DMR which is the distance medley relay yeah and so I've been super lucky to be on that relay every single year and sophomore year we were actually lucky enough to break the score record in that oh, meet wow. okay. and it was just the best experience like looking up at the board it was like yeah. a movie yeah. you yeah. know yeah. you look up at the scoreboard <laughs> you pop up the time and then you get to turn to your teammates and celebrate and I'll never forget that that was definitely my favorite memory here and hopefully maybe we can even break our own record yeah, I, or, say, I think it's or time for that record to be shattered yeah, too so might, might as, as well. well might as well what, what is the, the distance for the, the, the relay because it's yeah. individual but it's what is it like four or five people who go so or is it's, it? it's four people okay. and it's a medley so we all run a different distance which is okay. super okay. Oh, cool right. so I usually run the 1200 which is four laps on mm-hmm. a normal outdoor track six laps indoor and then the next person runs a 400 next person runs an 800 next person runs a mile so it's quite a race it's very long and it's really interesting because we're all going very different speeds (laughs) so it's really cool to watch well very nice Uh, Claire Wellhouse with the St. Cloud State cross country team and the track and field team Uh, appreciate you for for coming down today Mm -hmm. I think we learned a lot just kind of uh, about those respective sports that we didn't know enough so I think uh, we built obviously we had a lot of respect for you beforehand but I think we built a lot more (laughs) uh, by by the time of this uh, this conversation has come to an end. So best of luck at the U of M coming up on Friday, correct? Yep. So best of luck to that. Joey, let's uh, kind of mm-hmm. preview what's going to happen in that invitational and what's happening with uh, the rest of St. Cloud State Athletics here on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. Hey, Huskies fans. Make sure you download the new SESU Huskies app. Yes, you heard that right. There is a new SESU Huskies app. You can follow your favorite Husky athletic programs like you have never done before. I'm clicking through the app right now, and right on the homepage, I'm seeing the most recent stories from St. Cloud State. I'm seeing a schedule for every team. You can buy tickets on there. It even gives you interactive maps so you can know where to go when you come to a St. Cloud State athletic event. It also helps you figure out where to park as well. Parking, that's a big thing when you come to St. Cloud State University. Let me tell you what, this app has everything, and you can personalize it to follow whatever team or teams that you want to. If you want to follow St. Cloud State baseball when that season comes around, a couple clicks on the app, boom, you know everything about the team, and that is the same for every single athletic program that St. Cloud State has to offer. So go download the new SESU Huskies app, and don't miss a beat on Husky Athletics. Let's get back to the podcast. (laughs) 
Huskies Game Prep Podcast, episode number four. Conversation there with Clara Wellhouse of the St. Cloud State Cross Country Team, also a member of the track and field team. And I didn't know, we talked about it in the conversation, I didn't know you could do that. Well, That's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. well, it, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, because they got long distance running yep. in uh, track and field, and she touched on one of those uh, those medleys that they run. And, uh, like, someone who runs a mile, one runs like an 800, and I don't know, some crazy stuff. Yeah, I always I thought, heard the phrase medley and swimming. Never knew what it meant. Yeah, me. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, now that you say that, I didn't really know what it meant. I knew like what it consisted of because yeah. I always I, like it consisted of four swimmers. But I didn't know you ran or like or, like I didn't or know you were going different. different. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was no the same idea. one. I, guess, I just thought it was the fancy word for it. Maybe it's just the relay is the where everybody's running the same distance. You know, you got the four by four yeah, relay yeah. Mm-hmm. that we watched in the Olympics this past yeah. uh, this past uh, summer. But yeah, I, I it was it was we learned so much actually. That's <laughs> what did. was fun about it because uh, I think you could tell too. Like we were just learning so much and we were trying to process the information at the same time and we had a little golf talk in there which is never a bad thing for us is to yeah not not for us <laughs> i don't know if, for, if i can say the same for clara but yeah, we were we were just so giddy about it and she was just like yeah well we run on golf courses that's kind of how it works yeah. and we were like, i was like oh yeah it's awesome <laughs> well they are gonna run at a golf course this weekend <laughs> believe it or not uh down in minneapolis uh women's cross country making their way to the roy griak invitational down there at the university of minnesota uh uh, Clara kind of explained the process with how that works. It's going to be a 12:45 start time mm-hmm. over at uh, over at Minneapolis. They're going to run at their university golf course. Can't yeah. remember the name off. I think my it's head. Les Bolstad yes. golf course because yep. that's uh, that she said like Bolstad. Yep. So it's Les Bolstad yep. golf course, okay. which is uh, kind of St. Paul you hit area. Range there once, didn't you? you? Yeah, I've hit range quite a bit. Actually, would you, would you run it? Uh, no, I would not. <laughs> but uh, that that is a pretty hilly course. From yeah, like, as I over the summer uh, past, I guess two years ago, I you know I live with my sister down in the cities, and that was the the course that was closest. So I'd go hit quite a few range balls. I never played it, mm-hmm. but uh, just noticing. That's pretty hilly, so they're well, going to have their work cut out for them. If I remember <laughs> looking at the weather forecast correctly, I'll pull it up quickly on my phone. There should be a slight chance of rain on some Friday uh, on Friday as well. Hope not. Uh, yeah, I hope. <laughs> okay, it looks like it kind of went away, but Good. I mean, if that's the case, right after our interview, they're, they're used to it. They, they went out and ran hills in the rain, <laughs> yeah. so so I, I think the these gals are going to be just fine over at the Roy Griak Invitational, one of the bigger ones of the year. That's not in conference. Yeah, so. she was saying that you know all the high school teams come. You yeah. Your Division One mm-hmm. and your Division Two athletes, and she said it was just a fun atmosphere too. Competitive, oh yeah, and fun. When, mm-hmm. you know, tons of people with yeah. the same mindset, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to win, wanting to go out and compete in the same sport has to be has to be very fun to be at. Uh, can't go wrong there. Roy Griak, that's an annual uh, yep. annual thing for uh, the University of Minnesota, and uh, Clara's excited for it as well. Clara's really really excited for it. Yeah, so the cross country team is over there on Friday afternoon. Let's backtrack just a little bit as we preview some things happening this weekend in St. Cloud State Athletics. Swim and dive, both men's and women, mm-hmm. is back in action this week. Now, it's not anything, uh, any regular season or any conference action, but they're going to have an intra-squad meet. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was inter-squad, but it's intra-squad. Uh, they're going to have that meet on Thursday and then a uh, an alumni meet on Friday. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun, and uh, th- th- that's something they do to kick off their, their season yeah. every year. They've always done 
that intra squad meet. So uh, it, it's a great way to kick off your season mm-hmm. and uh, maybe get some uh, old faces back in there to show you how it's done as well with some of the alumni coming in. Right. So it sounds like the start times for those is at six o'clock mm-hmm. on Thursday and six o'clock on Friday. So mm-hmm. if I remember right, the I, I want to say, if I remember from the last time they did, it, they did it, they like paint themselves. Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah they, they they get up for it. Like it's a it's yeah. a, it's kind of an event. It's a really showcase because uh, I think it's a lot to do with entertainment as well. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like an entertainment oh, yeah. factor. Because, you I mean, a showcase yeah. of the of the of the of the team. Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you're trying to swim well and swim mm. fast, but uh, yeah, at the at the same point you're, you're you know you're with your teammates and you can have a lot of fun. I didn't so, know they made paint that, you, that didn't that didn't rub off in the water. Yeah, I, man, there are so many things that I just I'm befuddled on this podcast, <laughs> just befuddled. But uh, I, I, you know, I can't speak on that, Sam. I can't. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, I, we're just gonna have to go check it out on Thursday <laughs> just, and Friday. Yeah. Uh, they, they hold that over at Hollenbeck Hall. Mm-hmm. So if you got the time, Thursday, Friday at six o'clock, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Why not? Go, you go see what uh, the women's and men's swim and dive teams are doing. Again, a intra squad meet uh, meet Thursday. So hard for me to say intra squad. Meet on Thursday, alumni meet on Friday. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not even close to wrapping up everything that we have the rest of the weekend. Women's soccer is back uh, in action, not in town though. They're traveling south uh, first on Friday to take on Winona State University for the first time this season. Five o'clock start time in Winona. So, best of luck to the women's soccer team on Friday. Travel day on Saturday, and then on Sunday, they go to Upper Iowa, Mm -hmm. a little further south, uh, to Fayette, Iowa, to take on uh, the Peacocks uh, in some more Mm. conference action. So, uh, interesting, again... Upper Iowa men's team in the GLIAC and St. Cloud State men's yeah. team in the GLIAC and then you got the women's teams in the NSIC so all these uh, inter-conference mingling and stuff like that which is pretty interesting but uh, that that match uh, for the women's soccer team uh, against Upper Iowa in Fayette, Iowa is at 1 o'clock mm-hmm. and um, I think uh, why don't you give a check on their website and see where that is streaming at oh, while, while we right. have some time um, so, so okay. you, you give that you give that a peak sees and while you're doing that I'm going to let you know about the men's soccer team and what they're doing this week. The men's soccer team is also back in action this week. On Friday, they are home, uh, back for their first conference match at home at Husky Stadium. Northwood University is making their way to St. Cloud. And Joey, I'm going to be honest, I don't know where Northwood is. Uh, I can't speak on that anyways, but the great part is is that we have this beautiful thing called the internet, so we're just going to look that up. It's in Midland, Michigan. That's mm. where it is. So Midland, Michigan. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, maybe I can uh, give some relative to a, a, a city, so we can have a little bit better of an idea of where it is in Michigan. But uh, that's just the wild geography has been just a struggle with us on this uh, podcast as well. Yeah, I couldn't tell you where Midland, Michigan is. Um, Glad Northwood's coming to town, though. Okay, uh, and it should be a lot of fun. Okay, so you know how Michigan kind of shaped like a glove, in a way. So you a know, hand. Yeah, a hand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so the, the thumb part, uh, we're uh, one of, uh, so it's Lake Huron, I believe it's called, because it's one of the Great Lakes. It's uh, right, uh, it's on the inside of the thumb, I guess you could say. So it's on the lake. Yeah, it's, you know, your pointer finger, it's a, it's a little below that. So if you put your left hand up, that's what <laughs> okay. Michigan is, right below your, uh, right below that uh, left uh, left pointer finger. And then there All you right. go. So that's your, uh, that's All right. where it's so, located. So, North, so Northwood University <laughs> making a long trek from the inner thumb and pointer <laughs> finger of Michigan. So yes. uh, the Husky Stadium's going to have a good time on Friday night. That match starts at 7 o'clock. You can watch it on the NSIC network, but if you can make it, get your tickets uh, to at SESUtickets.com. If you can come on down to Husky Stadium, we would love to see you there. Let's get that place packed and get uh, Coach Holmes and the rest of the team some more conference wins mm-hmm. and some more wins on their schedule. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. They have an off day on Saturday. Not a travel day, but it's a travel day for Saginaw Valley State. Uh, they're going to come to Husky Stadium on Sunday for a noon match, a little matinee on a, uh-huh. on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, that will also be on the NSIC network, but again, if you can make it, SESUtickets.com gets your tickets or the SESU Boom. Huskies app. So, Saginaw Valley State, don't know where that is, um, was voted top in the preseason conference poll in the GLIAC. Northwood, on yeah. the other hand, was tied sixth for with St. Cloud yeah. State. So, Interesting. You got both sides of the spectrum here in the GLIAC this weekend in Northwood, who was right there tied with St. Cloud State in the preseason, and now Saginaw Valley State, uh, which is in... If you had to guess where it is... Michigan? Yeah, Michigan. And guess what? This is probably about... Actually, maybe forty-five minutes away from Northwood, so it's uh, it's still on the, <laughs> it's still on your hand. So it's 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 uh, yeah, it, they're they're very close as well. So uh, that must be a pretty big uh, rivalry then between Saginaw and Northwood. I mean, they might be separated by less than an hour, so they're pretty close. Right, to each well, other. we're learning a lot about the yeah. GLIAC today, which is very exciting. <laughs> I'm glad we are doing that. So uh, both Northwood and Saginaw. In Michigan, in between the thumb and the pointer finger. Mm You're welcome. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> God, we, the geography's fantastic with us. Mm-hmm. All right, so a lot of fun. NSIC Network on Friday and on Sunday for St. Cloud State Men's Soccer, and we do encourage you. It's going to be a very, very nice weekend here mm-hmm. weather-wise. Do encourage you to make your way over to Husky Stadium for some more action in the GLIAC. Okay, not done yet. <laughs> Volleyball is in action as well. They're taking on Southwest Minnesota State. They are on the road in Marshall, Minnesota, Six Six o'clock start time for that. Uh, Southwest Minnesota State, um, pretty pretty good volleyball program over there. That's uh, mm, to, say, to the say the least. Mm. Um, so six o'clock start. That will be on the NSIC network. If you can't make it down to Marshall, excuse me, make it down to Marshall. And then on Saturday, it's a two o'clock start time in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So not too far away from Marshall against the University of Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. So both of those matches are on the NSIC network. Do you want to mention both the women's soccer matches this weekend are on the NSIC mm-hmm. network as well? Forgot to mention that. But, um, yeah, two very good matches. Yeah, and by the way, uh, uh, if you can't uh, watch the matches... 
Jake Bedell, mm-hmm. KVSC, he'll be uh, running over and covering both those games. He's going to have a fun weekend uh, in the car. So he's going to Marshall, and then he'll be uh, making the trip over to Sioux Falls to cover both those games. And uh, I think that's going to be on our sister station yep. at 97.5 Radio X. So if you can't happen to, to watch it on the NSIC network, if you're in the car for some reason, yeah, just flip it on uh, yeah. and uh, listen to him call volleyball games yeah, he's as well. Been, he's been all over the place. Oh, yeah. He's been all he's been, over. He's, I mean, he went to Seattle with them. He is dedicated <laughs> to this he team. He went to so. Michigan, Seattle, just yeah. got back from Bemidji last night and, uh, with mm-hmm. you and uh, and now making his way down to the southern southern part of Minnesota, the, the deep south of, of Minnesota, and then over to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. So, yeah, tune into that that way or uh, just go ahead and make your way over to Marshall or Sioux <laughs> yeah. Falls if you're in the area and go watch the volleyball team. Hopefully they can come back and keep that conference record undefeated. All right, Joey. Not done. Um, women's hockey is back this weekend on Saturday. That time of year. On, oh, yeah. <laughs> taking on Bemidji State. It's a exhibition that was just scheduled the other week. It's a 2 o'clock start time here from the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. So that should be a lot of fun. First time we get to see this women's hockey team in action this season. A lot of new faces mm-hmm. coming in. A lot of returning faces from last year. So they have a lot of expectations for themselves to do pretty well. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, too. Bemidji State is... Uh, a team that uh, St. Cloud finished their last season on a really high note. They picked up two wins in Bemidji, and they and they felt really great about themselves. You know, finishing the season strong. It was uh, obviously it wasn't the the year they wanted, but you know, finishing on two wins was uh, it left a good taste in their mouth. And I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think it's an understatement how big those couple wins were. You know, that was their first sweep in a while too. And yeah, and they've had Bemidji's number over the past couple of matchups. Or it, it it's kind of been either way. The, the the games have been phenomenal between these two teams. Right. Very very tightly even matched, and uh, and I think it's gonna be good to see some of those new faces getting a lot of playing time. You know, everybody's gonna be out there, so uh, it, uh, it's gonna be uh, you might be seeing some new line combinations, mm-hmm. new faces as you mentioned. So it, it, it should be a good one. Uh, so two o'clock start for that one. So a uh, Saturday matinee between yeah. the Beavers and Huskies. Well, and now there's there's multiple ways to kind of get this done. Mm-hmm. Again, make your way down to the Herbergs National Hockey Center. You're gonna want to see this team. Mm-hmm. in action for the first time and plus you haven't seen hockey in so long especially down at the Herb this is the first chance Mm -hmm. get down there SESUtickets.com or the St. Cloud State Athletics app Get your tickets somehow. Mm-hmm. Get to the Herb. Watch this team play. It's going to be very fun. And Bemidji, no slouch, but this team that, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, St. Cloud has had a lot of success over the Beavers. So there are a couple ways to follow along if you can't make it around the Herb. Mm-hmm. We'll have the game on radio. Yourself and Blake Tyson will be on 88.1 FM KVSC, uh, the student-run radio station here on campus. So again, 2 o'clock start time on Saturday. And I believe we will have a live stream for that as well. Okay. Uh, they're just working out some of the logistic uh, stuff with that. So uh, yeah. I think it, it could be up on, on the YouTube and on Facebook. So streaming on both platforms. Oh, good deal. Good yeah. deal. Because, uh, yeah, that's obviously you want to have an opportunity to to watch as well. But, yeah, if you can't, uh, come listen to, to Blake and me as well. Blake's pretty good, man. I, mean, yeah. I, like, I like listening to him. So we're yeah. going to have some fun, He's, too. He, he was once called the uh, <laughs> the next Doc Emmerich. So I'll let you, uh, I'll let you, let you, I'll let you take that as you will. <laughs> I know Blake will enjoy that. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah, go go take a listen, take a watch, be there, right? be there and watch. Uh, that that's uh, that's uh, that's probably your best bet because we would love to see you down at the Herbrooks National Hockey Center. And I'm not done. 
weekend still goes on. When can I get you just to shut it, man? It's just a big weekend. <laughs> this is just a big weekend. Yeah. Uh, you, you have the opportunity, Husky fans have the opportunity to go to the Herbrooks National Hockey Center, not just on Saturday, but also on <laughs> Sunday. You can go two days in a row. When was the last time you were able to do that? Mm-hmm. Now on Sunday, the men's hockey team is hosting an open practice starting at 6 o'clock. And a scrimmage is involved with that. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Those are always really fun because they're usually very competitive and, and pretty high intensity, even between the, the boys, because they want to, you know... Yeah, they got to they yeah. impress some yeah, people. Yeah, they got to impress, because they're trying to impress fans, and, and not yeah. only Coach Larson. I, I mean, some, I mean some, it, some, you got to impress Nobody's Coach roster too. spot is a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe a handful of people, but hey, yeah. you, you have to show out every chance you get. Yeah, so I, I think that's going to be... Uh, uh, really exciting, and uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to make it out. I, I think I probably will, um, uh, maybe in between some football games. And, yeah, uh, I mean, it's 6 o'clock on a Sunday, very doable. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah the Vikings so. doesn't matter when they play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. So. To bring that up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're going to hurt the, the Minnesota teams just because we don't have a lot of big connection. But yeah, anyways, uh, but yeah that's going to be fantastic get out see some of the new guys as well this is your first chance just like on saturday with the women's team get to see some of these freshmen incoming that uh, have a little pedigree coming in uh so that will be just uh, a fantastic time all right vikings play against the seahawks at 3 30 this sunday okay. well, that's, right a lo- after. that's a loss anyway <laughs> so you don't need to go you don't need to go watch that you can go to the herbergs national mm-hmm. hockey center i second that all right well there you go a lot of fun here on the huskies game prep podcast episode number four already in the books and this week is is just a pack week which which is there like a sporting event that you're most excited about joey um i have to be honest uh volleyball has uh yeah. has got me going a little bit that's the one that uh, i'm really uh excited for because this is a little bit of a gauntlet stretch and talking with bragelman he's like yeah we you know we, we got a lot of good teams we gotta play <laughs> because uh with uh you know sioux falls southwest minnesota state and then uh, if you even look a little farther down the schedule you got csp coming to town oh yeah concordia St. In the country, yeah, right there. So, so I mean, this is uh, I, I I'm just I'm excited to see how they do in fair uh, because that's going to be tough. I mean, if you can win two out of the next three games, uh, you're going to be feeling really good about yourself and where your club is. So that's something I'm excited for, and and women's hockey. I, I'm 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 very excited for yep. that just to, to see them because I know they're uh, really uh, really anxious to get back on the ice and compete. And you know, it's it's one thing to compete against your teammates and practice all the time, oh, yeah. but but once you get the the opponent out there, it just it's a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah. So I, I know they're anxious to get back out there, and, uh, and and they're excited for the year. Yeah, I'm curious about the results from uh, the Roy Griak Invitational. Yeah. Hopefully our good friend friend of the show now, Clara Wellhouse, can uh, put together a good day. We can say she's a friend. Yeah. I, uh, you know, yeah. yeah I, we're friends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she might not agree with that, but we're just going <laughs> to say we are. Well, hopefully hopefully herself and the rest of the team yeah. has, a, uh, has a great day down there in Minneapolis, Let's and it say, should be a nice hey, day. She gets her PR this time, too. Yes. Let's and do it. Something's going something's gonna to hit. <laughs> One of these PRs is going to break this year, so uh, I, I I like it. Well, Joey, uh, appreciate you back here on the mm-hmm. Huskies Game Prep Podcast. We'll be back again next week. And what is next week? Is that October? I, we're going to be dipping into October. So I you think. know what that yeah, means? Just, uh, we're getting close to homecoming. Yeah, homecoming, we have a, yeah. we have a lot of special guests kind of lined up for for homecoming. So you're going to want to wow. stick around hey. for that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. give out too much. No, not, no, not give yet. Out. But this campus will be buzzing. Yes, this campus will be buzzing. Yes. 
housing yep. uh, just uh, with the it, it, it's an opportunity for this university. I, I, that's that's how I'm gonna oh, put yeah. it. It's an opportunity to really uh, to really showcase St. Cloud State and uh, and have a, just a fantastic time because there's the events are going to be off the charts mm-hmm. and uh, um, I I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. That's just right around the corner. It's kind of wild to think yeah. about. It's coming up quickly. Uh, you, you know the first uh, I mean four weeks of this podcast and just really the you know since the start of school have just flown by already because you know, we're running around trying to keep track of, any, <laughs> yep. of anything and everything yep. so uh and it's nice that we can kind of sit down and almost recap it every yeah. week we got a little it's a nice uh, way to reflect mm-hmm. and i gotta have some self-reflection every once in a while yep. so i think it's good to have this self-reflection for for athletics in general every week and i uh, can't wait to continue this fun guests on the way uh some, uh, some yep. things people won't want to miss Looking at the full slate of guests in October, mm-hmm. pretty hef- pretty hefty stack of some high powered guests. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're you're gonna want to stick around here. We'll be back again next week, the week following, so on and so forth. So, Joey, appreciate it. Always appreciate. Always it. a pleasure. <laughs> uh, I would love to say I'll see you next week, but I'll see you once we're done with this. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> all right, for Joey Erickson, I'm Sam Getzinger. This has been the Huskies Game Prep Podcast.